Welcome everybody to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AEW Rampage. We have Surf, Swerve Strickland teaming up with the United Empire's Will Ospreay, Kyle Fletcher, and Jeff Cobb to defeat Chaos's Chuck Taylor, Rocky Romero, Trent Beretta, and Yo, who is making his AEW debut. Chris Jericho on commentary asked if Yo gets confused whenever Max Caster does his rap. Kind of funny. Very fun match here with Osprey hitting Yo with the running elbow strike for the pen. Adam Cole came out, but he gets interrupted by MGF, who's making his first ever Rampage appearance, and says that he talked to Tony Khan about giving Cole a match at Forbidden Door, as this was taped before Forbidden Door, against Filthy Tom Lawler, which prompted Lawler and Royce Isaacs to come out and attack Cole. MGF pretended to come out and save Cole, but he took his time before finally entering the ring and telling Cole to have fun at Forbidden Door. And this match was unfortunately canceled due to Cole coming down with the flu, so hopefully we'll see this match down the line. The acclaimed Billy Gunn defeated Axel, Rico, Darius, Luttrell, and Coda Hernandez very easily with a mic drop from Max Caster. Caster's freestyle mentioned Lori Lightfoot, Zendaya, and Joba and Son avoiding tax returns. After the match, Harley Cameron of GTV came out with two masked dancers. Cameron said that she's a musician and pitched collaborating with the acclaimed. Billy Gunn didn't like her singing and said that Caster is the greatest rapper in the world, so Cameron then started rapping while her masked dancers started dancing, which the crowd didn't like at all. Then Cameron started flirting with Anthony Bowen, saying that he was into her and funny moment here uh, as Bowen says that she must have gotten kicked too many times in the head by a kangaroo when she was a kid because he's gay which prompted the crowd to chant he's gay qt marshall and aaron solo come out and said that harley's rap was incredible and said that john cena was better than max caster as bones and caster went after qt one of the masked dancers revealed himself to be john hennigan who now goes by johnny tv joining qtv and attacking billy gunn here we have an Owen Hart Foundation quarterfinal match here as sky blue defeated anna jas with the code blue to advance in her in the first ever singles match between these two in the main event, Jack Perry, still a babyface here, defeated Doki, who's making his AEW debut. Perry started to show some heel tactics here a bit, which was uh, foreshadowing what he was going to do at Forbidden Door. But Doki put him right through a table with a senton. The crowd was really behind Doki and started booing Perry. Then Perry ended up by putting Doki and Sonata's finisher, the skull end, as Doki tapped out. And then Sonata came out after and had a face-off with Perry. We go to Impact Wrestling, and before the Impact, Jody Threat defeated Nevea with what she now calls the F-Bomb. Onto the main show, Brian Myers in the good hands defeated OVE. Moose ran out during the match and knocked Jake Crist off the top rope as Sammy Callahan and Madman Fulton went after Moose. Myers hit the roster cut on Crist for the pen. Eddie Edwards and Frankie Kazarian are backstage where Edwards tells Kazarian to trust him, but he had his doubts until Edwards swore on his grave of the tr- his, of their trainer, Killer Kowalski. And then Rich Swan stopped Callahan backstage and said that from now on, he has his back. Dirty Dangle defeated Bupinda Gujur. Dangle avoided the Gargoyle Spirit to end the hit and averted DDT for the quick win. Dangle then took Gujur's phone and started recording it until Santino Morella came out and took out Dangle with the Cobra. Nevea bumped into the Death Dolls backstage and tried to tell them that they're actually Havoc and Rosemary and said so they have to go back to the beginning to get the whole story. Zicky Dice backstage finally gets his referee license and becomes an official Impact referee as Johnny Swinger says that now they can screw his way up to 50 wins. Jonathan Gresham and Mike Bailey defeated the Designs Angels and Khan. Angels and Diener bumped into each other on the outside by accident that had a couple words after and Bailey capitalized this and hit Ultima Weapon on Angels for the win so it looks like we had some dissension within the design Trinity was backstage and she spoke about her match with Deanna Peraza Slammiversary and how it could become a three way if Giselle Shaw beats Deanna for the title during their Down Under Australia tour Trinity then challenged Jay Vidal for next week since he keeps getting in her way Jimmy Jacobs was backstage but instead of Nick Aldis being there he had a prepared statement from Aldis saying that he received threats since attacking Alex Shelley last week and for his own safety he won't appear there Shelley comes into the picture as Jacobs says that next week Aldis will be there and then Shelly takes out Jacobs with a super kick. He must have took him out all the way to AEW. Killer Kelly defeated Taylor Wilde. Wilde tried to reverse the killer clutch but, Roley, but Kelly rolled her back up into the pen for the win. Then Wilde and Kylie King started attacking Kelly until Masha Slamovich runs out and helps Kelly take out Wilde and King. So my dream tag team of Masha and Kelly could be a uh, reality pretty soon. 
Scott Demore cut a promo about taking on Steve Macklin and Bully Ray at Slammiversary. Joe Henry defends the Impact Digital Media Championship against Yui Uramura as Kenny King joined commentary for this match. Henry catches Uramura off the top rope with a crossbody attempt and turns it into a standing ovation for the pen. King then handed Henry his title after the match as that looks to be Henry's next program. And in the main event, Bully Ray and Steve Macklin defeated Eddie Edwards and Frankie Kazarian and then came with Edwards taking off Kazarian by accident with a super kick. Macklin and Bully then hit a double teed neckbreaker on Kazarian as Macklin gets the pen. On Ring of Honor on Honor Club, we have the show starting with Tony Khan, Jerry Lynn, and Stokely Hathaway presenting Samoa Joe with a brand new world television title after spending over a year as the TV champion. Commander El Hijo de Vikingo and the Lucha Brothers defeated Serpentico, Kip Sabian, and the Butcher and the Blade. This match was pure insanity with all the luchadors hitting wild moves, but Penta was able to hit the fear factor on Serpentico for the win. Gringo Loco defeated Willie Mack after hitting a top rope Spanish fly to get the win here in his hometown of Chicago. Trisha Dora defeated Allison Kay in Kay's Honor Club debut. Adora hit Delaria Tubman for the win. Kyle Fletcher defeated Silas Young with a hammerlock versus DDT. I haven't seen him use this uh, move before, but he continues his winning streak here in singles action for Ring of Honor. Brian Cage and the Gates of Agony of the Mobile Embassy defeated Trenton Storm, AJZ, and Luke Curtis in pure dominance with all three of them hitting finishers at the end with Toa Leona getting the pen. Dalton Castle defeated Josh Woods. The boys, Tony Nese and Mark Sterling, all get involved until Castle hits the Bamarang for the win. The Infantry defeated the Kingdom. We see segments before this match where both the Infantry and the Kingdom are telling Stokely that the other team was talking trash about him, trying to turn Stokely on both of them. Mike Bennett uses a chair as Maria was distracting the referee, but Trisha Dora comes out and chases Maria away. During all this distraction, Carly Bravo rolls up Bennett for the surprise pen, and to get the upset when, as it looks like Adora might be aligning herself with the infantry since she also has military experience like they do. Lee Moriarty and Big Bill defeated Matt Seidel and Blake Christian. This is Bill's ROH debut, and he gets the pin on Christian after hitting the East River Crossing in a pretty competitive match. It should be noted that this was the same night that Christian had a match for GCW that he didn't show up for, so instead he came here to Ring of Honor as this was in Chicago. The Kingdom was backstage upset and cut a promo on Stokely Hathaway, as Maria says it's not over between her and Trish Adora, so it should be interesting if Maria's going to be getting in the ring anytime soon. Alex Reynolds and John Silver of the Dark Order, coming out with negative one, making his ROH debut, defeated August Matthews and Davey Bang, who go by the Bang Brothers in the indies, but Ian Recomani says that he wouldn't say it to avoid any copyright. Uh, easy quick win here, but a Dark Order where Reynolds get in the pen after hitting the jackknife pen. The Righteous is Duke Grayson show up on the screen and challenge Dark Order for a match next week, which prompted Dark Order to keep attacking their opponents. Mark Sterling interrupts Diamante backstage ahead of her match with Layla Gray and offers her a little less than half the winning purse for tonight, which she turned down and says that she would win the match instead. Layla Gray defeated Diamante. Mark Sterling gets involved, which prompts Layla to roll up Diamante and get the pen with her feet on the ropes. Action Andretti, AR Fox, and Darius Martin defeated Shane Taylor and the Workhorsemen. Quick and fast moving match until Fox dodges Anthony Henry off the top rope and rolls him up for the win. Diamante interrupts Layla Gray backstage uh, along with Mark Sterling and demands a rematch for next week. We have a pure rules match here as Daniel Garcia defeated Rocky Romero, Pat Buck, Stokely Hathaway, and Jerry Lynn were the judges. Garcia won by submission with the Dragon Slayer as Romero tried to go to the ropes, but he was all out of rope breaks and taps out. Garcia won for the handshake after, but Romero got put in the Dragon Slayer again. Is it Dragon Tamer or Dragon Slayer? I keep hearing both of them. Until Orange Cassidy comes out and gets in Garcia's face until he leaves. And in the main event for the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship, a Chicago Street fight, Athena defeated Kara Hogan. This match was pretty awesome and probably the most important Kira has seemed since leaving Impact as we got to see a more vicious side of her. There was tables and chairs and all types of weapons here as expected, with Athena powerbombing Kira off the top rope into a table at one point. Thumbtacks and trash cans were brought in, but the big spot came when Athena suplexed Kira off the top rope onto a dozen or so stacked up chairs on the outside that looked really vicious as Athena tosses Kira back into the ring to get the pin.
On MLW Fusion, the Samoan SWAT team defends the World Tag Team Championships against the FBI in the main event. A three-way match as Lance Anawai hit the Polynesian plunge on Jay Lyon for the win. We see footage from last week of a very frustrated Taya Valkyrie after losing the Featherweight Championship, and we find out that John Hennigan and Sam Adonis both were fined $2,500 for their attack on Mance Warner. We then cut to Mance Warner, who challenges Adonis to a leather strap match for next week. Microman defeated the much bigger Beast Man after using a bat and hitting a DDT while the ref was distracted. They announced that Davy Boy Smith Jr. went into the 2023 Opera Cup, but Alex Kane is banned from it after stealing it last year. We have an MW National Openweight Championship match as Jacob Fatu defeated John Hennigan to become the new champion. Sam Adonis joined commentary but tried to get involved in the match along with Taya Valkyrie who hit Fatu over the head with the title but he still kicks out. Delmi Exo comes out and takes out Taya as Vance Warner takes out Adonis. We also see the calling of Tycan Lance on Hawaii in the back. And while this is happening, Juicy Finale comes out and takes Taya to the back as well. Fatu follows us with the Ali Oos and a double springboard moonsault for the pen to become the champion for the first time. We go to Women of Wrestling Superheroes. Reina Del Rey and Wrecking Ball defeated Chantilly Chella and Foxy Fierce in dominant fashion, with Reina dropping Wrecking Ball off her shoulders onto Foxy for the pen. BK Rhythm defeated Crystal Waters, who is a Aussie wrestler going by Susie Crawford, making her singles debut here in WoW. She did appear in a random battle royal earlier at Comic-Con for Women of Wrestling, but it is her first appearance here at the Belasco in Los Angeles. BK gets the pen after hitting a full Nelson into a face buster. Exiles, Genesis, and Ice Cold defeated Randy, Rara, and Ariel Sky, who along with Coach Campanelli have now uh, formed a team called Team Spirit. Um, as Coach Campanelli says, it smells like Team Spirit. Coach tried to help, but it backfired as they're blowing the whistle, distracted Randy and Ariel as they both get rolled up for the pen. So I'm not sure how long this Team Spirit will be going on for. And in the main event, Vicky Lynn McCoy defeated Sandy Shore. Lana joined, uh, comment, Lana Star joined commentary for this as McCoy gets a pin pretty quickly and easily after hitting a spinning powerbomb. Again, no episode of NWUSA as they're kind of a little bit of a hiatus before the next set of tapings. So they did show part two of the World of the Vampire Australia tour here, which has Silas Mason defeated Jake Taylor in a nose qualification match after hitting the throw ride. We have a triple threat match for the Women's World Television title as Kenzie Page retains against Aisha and Natalia Markova. Aisha had hit Markova with the Shining Wizard, but Kenzie followed that up by rolling up Aisha um, while holding onto the tights for the win. Uh, Emin Asman, who I've never seen before, defeated Alex Taylor by disqualification in three minutes after Kerry Morton, who was also part of the Southern Six stable with Taylor, Mason, and Kenzie Page, attacked Asman. Then Caveman Ugg comes out to save Asman. We have an NWA World Tag Team Championship match as the Rebellion retains against the Natural Classics in a very competitive 10-minute match or so. Mecha Wolf had a 450 splash as Bestia 666 gets the pen. And in the main event for the World Junior Heavyweight Championship match, Kerry Morton defense against Emin Asman in the impromptu match after Asman injured Alex Taylor earlier tonight and Billy Corgan made Morton defend this title here. Morton gets the pin after rolling up Asman with his feet on the ropes to retain. On NXT level up, Channing Stacks Lorenzo defeated Kale Dixon with his jumping knee stomp that he calls Cement Shoes. Hilarious name. Uh, after the match, Stacks accused Dixon of being the rat. Luca Crucifino defeated Tavion Heights with a roll-up while holding onto the ropes. And JC Jane, making her level-up debut here, defeats Ivy Nile after hitting a discus strike. On WWE main event, Dana Brooke defeated Zia Lee after hitting a jumping neckbreaker. Uh, attention to detail here with Dana having her knee taped up from her match against Cora Jada NXT, although this was taped the day before NXT. Uh, nice reaction here from Dana being in her hometown with her family. In the main event of main event, Apollo Crews defeated JD McDonough. Really good match here. Back and forth until Apollo catches JT... JD off the top rope into a Samoan drop for the pen. And after the match, JD attacked Apollo and hit him with the devil inside. The WWE Network editions of the week were 10 episodes of WWE Superstars from October to December of 1996. So plenty of fake Diesel, fake Razor Ramon, uh, Hunter Hearst, Helmsley, a whole bunch of uh, 96 WWF nostalgia, as well as another episode of WXW We Love Wrestling number 44. Again, if you didn't hear it uh, last week, um, I am part of this new collision course. 
podcast with Kate from Montreal. So every weekend you can hear us talk about AEW Collision. I know last week Wade filled in for me as I was in Toronto, had a blast of a time. Um, you could hear me and B Detroit talk about it very soon on What Up Though. That's also on the Poison Rana podcast. Um, but uh, the Collision course will be on the Post Wrestling Cafe. So make sure you check that out this weekend. Check out What Up Though. Check out all the shows from Poison Rana and Post Wrestling. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Fire Frank for retaining. A uh, great weekend we had in Toronto. And I can't wait for the next meetup with all the Postmarks and all the Poison Pals and all the friends and family that we have in this world. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark.